Welcome to the Horizon Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Hayes. This is a lifestyle elevation and personal development podcast for women over 40. In this podcast, we discuss topics that help you step into your best life and elevate that life. In this podcast, we talk health and weight loss, mindset shifts, and emotional well-being for women. Here, our focus is on long-term well-being and happiness and helping you to live optimally. Nothing is off limits as we discuss anything and everything that can help you live your best life. I'm going to leave quick fixes and facts behind and deal with the real you and the core issues that all women over 40 have to deal with and to help you feel excited about life. Both my guests and I will share our own experiences and how we have gotten where we are today, the things we've overcome, the things that have helped us, and also may help you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, download, and leave a review. We would really love to hear from you. Hey guys, welcome to the Horizon Podcast. Um, this is another episode. I'm hoping that you guys have been enjoying, totally enjoying the recordings thus far. We have had some amazing guests on here. Um, women who are expressing their heart uh, for, and passion for doing what you guys know that I need to do, which is empowering, uplifting, inspiring, um, just getting us to that next level of life. As And, you know, I'd, uh, I had a talk to someone and they said they don't like to call it midlife. Um, I don't know what we'll call it, but, you know, we're over, over 40. We're just enjoying life and we're hoping to live the best life we can. And this is what we, why we're here to empower. And, you know, my guest today is really going to um, give you some good information. And I'm super excited to have her. Welcome to the show, Carrie. So nice to have you here. Um, so we are going to get, yeah, we're going to get started. So what I normally do is I normally um, introduce my guests and, and then this time I will have Carrie tell me, tell, tell us about her, where she's from, what she's about, and what is her passion. So okay. without further ado, and I am probably, Carrie, I've tried to pronounce your name um, quite a few times before I came online, but I hope I get it right. So it's Carrie Braun-Inga. Did yeah, I say it right? really close. Yeah, really close. Yeah, very, very really close. close. She said that's good. Once I'm close, that's good because I have a tendency sometimes to butcher people's names. So anyway, Carrie, go ahead and just what you're about. Tell us a little bit about um about. Yeah. So uh, my name is Carrie Browninger, and I am a social worker and um, work as a coach that works with women who are childless, not by choice. So I have a, a practice called the Other Path Coaching, and really um, my mission is women who are childless, not by choice, to kind of help them through that transition and recognize that it is possible to live a life that's meaningful, purposeful, and fun, despite going through something as uh, difficult and, quite frankly, traumatic um, as not having children when that's what you always thought you were going to have. Yeah, that is so amazing because, I mean, Carrie and I got connected 
and Carrie had no idea about really about my life. And when we first started talking and she's talking about this child is not by choice, it really touched my heart because we have so much in common. I'm just like, okay, yeah. girlfriends, why I'm black, well, like sisters, <laughs> you know, kind of stuff. <laughs> because yeah. when, you know, just this life, it's almost like we're living in a, honestly, Carrie, when you, when I talked to you and I remember our conversation, it's almost like we live in a parallel universe. Like it's yeah. just amazing. And the fact that we're both into uh, you're being a social worker, I'm a health coach and a nurse, um, health coach, nurse, midwife, um, you know, you know, just to think about that parallel universe. is just amazing. So I'm super excited to talk to you about this uh, topic because we have so much sometimes when we live in certain um certain family dynamics uh or we depending on where we come from uh, there are so, so many stigmas that attach to that makes us feel guilty or uh, uh, which is not really our fault 99 percent of the time and if you as a woman have decided that listen you this is the choice you are make to be childless, then there should also still be no shame in that. And I know people do have um, this, almost like they have to answer as to why they have to make that choice. Like it's not their bodies or it's not their choice, you know? Um, so tell us a little bit, Carrie, about what make you got into this field in the first place, because, you know, social work is a, such a huge, um, gam gamut of different people doing different things. Why may, what made you choose this particular passion right here, this particular direction to go in? Yeah, I think I chose social work because I thought it was interesting. I thought it was, um, you know, it wasn't going to be a job. I knew that was going to be the same every day. Um, I also recognized that it would give me a lot of options. Uh, I also liked listening to people's stories and, and hearing different stories. I have some family members that are social workers. So, you know, back in my 20s, it just felt like kind of a real natural um step to take. And then um, I've done a couple different things within the field of social work. Um, I, mm -hmm. uh, I have my coaching practice on the side. And then also mm -hmm. I do a lot of healthcare administration right now, as well as um, I'm a therapist in a primary care doctor's office. And not only through my own experience with um, being childless, not by choice, and just how isolating that felt and how it really felt like there wasn't a lot of information out there about it through that. Mm -hmm, yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then also some of the clients that I was seeing um, in my day job, you know, they were coming in for anxiety or they were coming in for depression, but you ask more questions, you get to know them a little bit more. And there was a handful that were experiencing um, coming to terms with being childless, not by choice, right? Was they're turning right. 40, their age, or they're getting closer to 40. And it got me thinking, well, I'm going to look on some of the directories. And, you know, when people look up um, to find a therapist, for example, they can go on these directories that have, oh, what's this therapist specialty and they don't even have childlessness as an option and I thought you wow. know this is 
Yeah, it's something that I think is sort of under the surface. Um, and I think there's so much shame and embarrassment and really um, people aren't sure how to support somebody going through this that we often kind of keep quiet. You know, when you talk about um, it's like we're living this parallel life, you and I, I think there's a yeah. lot of us living this parallel life. Wow. And not talking about it. So I want to get out there and at least be able to put myself into different spots and positions where if it's you that are childless, not by choice, um, let you know that there are resources there. There's a name for it and you're experiencing grief. Not right. Yeah. Which is, which, yeah. The, and that is so cool. And like, I absolutely commend you for, you know, really taking up that, if you want a better word, taking up that mantle, right? Because it's, it's a tough one to, to actually navigate because I, I'm figuring that even though some women come to you, they come maybe with other things. And as you said, you really have to like, when you go to the source and you kind of dig deeper, um, you like, okay, well, what is really going on here? Like, what are we, what is the depression? Cause tell me about it. I don't know about you, but being someone who works with women and works actually being a midwife and a labor and delivery nurse, it touches my heart a lot to see women put themselves through a lot of things to, to have a baby. Um, and they actually, if sometimes things doesn't work out the way that they anticipate, it can be very discouraging and depressing to, 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 to women. So this passion that you have to help people ex that experience this fear and grief and uncertainty, how do you then tell them, okay, let's design a life now that it's not by choice. This is something that happened to you. How can we then turn it into things as something that's happening for you? Um, because that is the key right there. How do we take what's happened to us and now make it where we now have meaningful life, meaningful work, meaningful love, meaningful relationships, and now making it happen for us. What are some other things that we can we can start looking at? Yeah, so I really think the first piece of this is honoring the grief and recognizing that this is grief. I think if, you know, as therapists, we say the only way... Um, through healing is to go through it, right? If you start circumventing it, going around it, avoiding it, skipping over it, it, it will always come back. And so, right. and particularly for childlessness, right? There, you know, I'm a therapist and mm -hmm. it didn't occur to me that what I was going through was grief. I thought I was depressed and I thought something was wrong with me. And um, then I started to connect with other people, like, you know, those late night Google searches at like 1 a.m. And I'm right. I know. I know. And I'm like, childlessness and depression, or I'm like, single lady, no kids. And I stumbled upon the phrase childless, not by choice, and recognized that there was this whole community out there. So mm -hmm. I think the first thing I would talk with people about is giving what you're going through a name, processing mm -hmm. it, 
and treating it as a grief, mm-hmm. allowing yourself to feel that grief. And then we talk about when you're ready. That's a big thing that I talk about in my mm-hmm. uh, world is when you're ready, then we can start talking about some of those mindset shifts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot to unpack prior to yes. that. You know, when we think about womanhood, motherhood isn't far behind. Uh, yeah. In terms of how society equates those two Um, in terms of seeing women who are happy and childless there's not a lot of representation around that Um, you know when we see women who are childless in media or movies or things like that they're all pining for and searching for you know, the man or, um, you know, the pregnancy, and then there's the miracle birth, or they live happily ever after, right? And that's just right. not what happens a lot. So it can make Yeah, and that's the thing. The I mean, and, uh, yeah, you're not the only one in the world. Carrie, I mean, myself, we're living examples of, yeah, yeah you're not the one, only one in the world. And it's, it takes a lot. Now, a little piece of my story, I mean, and I, carry this when we talk before i'm coming from a family of 14 children like my sisters and they they used to look they look at me weird they're like um because i'm the only girl i'm the only girl there's eight girls i'm the only girl that doesn't have doesn't have not did not bear children myself yeah now do i have multitudes nieces nephews great nieces great nephews yes i do do i love them any less than i may may love my own child if i had one no right but even my sisters and they didn't quite understand they they thought it was a choice that i was making because i what had left Trinidad and I had gone to other, another place to work and I'm a nurse. So they're, they're seeing it as, oh, she's just following a career, not really getting down to the fact that at the time I was dealing with underlying conditions that couldn't allow me to have a child. Right. Right. They knew, but no one took the time to find out why, what is going on? You know, how, is this really a choice that you're making or what is there something medical that's going on that you can't think and that you can't have a child so do you find also this is and this because i mean coming from my own experience too do you find also that we also feel a little guilty in situations like that if especially you have siblings that all have children right you have siblings everybody has a child and everybody's now looking at you like, what is wrong with her? She is something wrong, right? And, but people are scared to ask. And yes. you're also scared to tell because what you're scared of is that you may not be seen, you may be seen like, oh, yes, she's not, something's wrong with her, right? So I say that to say this, to ask this question, what are, how does childlessness really impact someone's life in this way? Because it, it, it took me a long time. Yeah, it impacts, I think, every aspect of somebody's life. I think particularly for women who are childless, we purposely or not are conditioned to expect that we're going to be a mom. 
You know, when mm-hmm. we talk, I mean, we play with dolls. We talk about when I have kids, almost as if it's assumed and almost as if it is a sure thing. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that have to fall in place uh, for that yeah. to happen. So I think it impacts family, right? It impacts your own sense of self. It, it impacts friendships and relationships a lot, mm-hmm. particularly as, you know, you move into your 30s, 40s, and 50s. Um, and even beyond that, when mm-hmm. um, you know, people's friends then start to be grandparents, I've heard that that's like a secondary sort of trauma or grief that comes mm-hmm. after yeah. that. You know, it impacts work. It impacts finances. It impacts every area of our life. And I think... You know, there's there's a twofold piece in terms of maybe why we don't talk about it. Right. I think one is, unlike other aspects of grief, there is, you know, sometimes it's not the best one, but there is kind of a societal recipe or like a societal roadmap that people know to follow, right? Yeah. If someone yeah. passes away, then I'm going to give you this card or I'm going to say, I'm so sorry for your loss or I'm going to bring you over some food. Like there are, there are things that we all know to kind of do, even if we're not good at it, we know this is what you do when somebody's going through grief. Yeah. 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 Right. And grief related to childlessness is a non event. It's something that did not happen. And so Mm -hmm. we don't have anything to follow. And because we don't talk about it, Oftentimes, when somebody either goes to someone for support around childlessness, it can feel very isolating and it can feel like you're something's wrong with you because people don't know how to respond, even if they want to and they love yeah. you. And, yeah. right. And sometimes when you let people know you're childless, I don't know if you have this experience as well, but sometimes I can feel the air get sucked out of the room. And all yeah. I'm just saying is I don't have kids because, uh, right, because somebody yeah. is, somebody that I'm meeting, they ask me if yeah. I have kids as a get to know you question, completely understand that question. Yeah. However, when I say no, now I have thrown them for a loop mm-hmm. and they don't know how to respond. And that's when sometimes people say things that are inadvertently maybe insensitive or um, they just blur (laughs) because they literally say the first thing that comes Mm -hmm. to their mind. And typically the first thing that comes to their mind is why don't you have kids? So there's a lot of things around this topic that kind of keep everybody from not talking about it. Yeah. And okay. So just uh, imagine the scenario um, you've delivered thousands of babies. Yeah. And, and you're in the delivery room with someone who's, I don't know, I'm, and I'm talking to them about the birth process and stuff. And they're like, do you have any kids? And I'm like, actually, no, I don't. This is what, what I get a lot of the time. Oh, you see this all the time. You just decided that you don't want to go through this at all. That you, no, you right. I'm sure right. you've seen. This. Uh, and I'm like, mm, I used to be like, yeah, that's pro- that's it. I like now. I'm like, no, it was not by choice. Like I tell people, and Good then they're like, okay, how? 
they can't respond like are you so right like how do i respond to that right you know so i like i give them grace right and i say to them well it was a medical condition that i couldn't have children right i give them grace because i understand that now this situation has made them very uncomfortable because here they are in this situation i'm going to help them birth a baby and you know they're like i don't know how to react to this woman anymore right uh, so i i i give them that grace but for someone who is going through this and is really having a hard time coping with this, what are some of the things that, I mean, you said, um, obviously acknowledging it or going deep, how, is, how would you say, because how is it manifesting in their life? Because it doesn't always manifest and then some people don't even know that this is why they, they may be depressed or having issues. What are some of the things that you've seen people come to you that is this now manifesting in their life? Because I can tell you that there's some things that I think I may know because it happened to me. But what yeah. are some of the things that you see as a social worker or somebody who, who coaches women through this? Yeah. So I see people that talk about um, experiencing low self-worth um experiencing things around not sure like what they're doing with their life feeling stuck in their life feeling hopeless um not under like when they think into the future they aren't able to think about some of the fun or um, exciting things that could happen, but they think about the future in terms of being alone, not having kids, feeling different from mm -hmm. others. And so part of my job is to validate that for somebody. And then mm -hmm. also just start to challenge that a little bit. And again, I'm challenging sort of the cultural expectations that people have. So mm -hmm. it takes a bit, but it's a lot of, well, if I'm not a mother, then who in the hell am I? Mm. Yeah. And that, that is a, that's a hard question sometimes. Right. Yeah. I also, again, um, people come to me with, um, their friendships start to change as their friends mm -hmm. start having kids, their friends start becoming less available, I'm not judging mm -hmm. that whatsoever. It's just the reality. Yeah. It's right? reality of life. Right. Um, family starts to maybe ask more questions or, um, they start to feel like they're not able to relate to their family in certain ways um, because there's not kids involved. Sometimes um, women who don't have kids, or in my case, who's also not married, um, sometimes our parents parent us a little bit longer, even though we're grown people, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like still kind of seen as more childlike. Um, yeah. Because you're not sort of hitting those like adult milestones. Yeah. You're not hitting the landmarks that society is expecting you to hit. Um, right. Even though in spite of everything, yeah, you may not be married, you may not have kids, but you, you know, you got a mortgage, you got a job, you, you yeah. take care of yourself. You, you know, you may have, you have social networks, you do things, you travel all this by yourself. Listen, we pee and wipe ourselves by ourselves. We don't, we, sometimes people don't forget that we're, we're not babies anymore, right. even though we don't have baby, right? That is, that is, um, that is the key right there. So this is another part of me because, you know, I'm, I'm big into the health aspects of it. So how are some of the 
health challenges that you see that comes in with people who they're going through, especially as we get older. I used to say that at one point in time, I, I think this affects, honestly, this affects women in their twenties as well, especially if you're in a crowd, in a crew where you're not all 25, 26. It's the same thing, almost like, all my friends are getting married like and your parents are looking at you like why are you not getting married like everybody's right. getting married like jane down the street has gotten married and you, you're smarter than she is like why are you not getting married and then it's the same thing that they go through like, well now all your friends are married and all you are married like all your friends are having kids like you're not having kids so right um what are some of the health aspects that you see that, that people get affected with this like coming through in their health part yeah, you know, as we like the mind body connection, right? Um, there's so much we still don't even know about it. However, there's lots of people that come in with, you know, the all those things that impact our body related to anxiety, mm -hmm. you know, tummy aches, fatigue, um, I think depression that comes along and trauma and mm -hmm. grief that comes along with childlessness. Um, we tend to stop eating as well, right? Mm -hmm. We aren't as much. These are all things that overall impact our health. And we know that there's a lot of data that demonstrates too, that those who have good, strong friendship circles do, be do better in almost every aspect of health. Right. And when you feel like you're the outside of a bunch of moms that are raising kids, obviously mm -hmm. that um, have a really significant impact on your mental health. So I think in the same way that um, going through grief and trauma would impact your physical health is the same way it does for childlessness. What I see mostly is a lot of anxiety, which then again, we know yeah. manifest. Mm -hmm. anxiety typically manifests in the gut. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that, um, that you mentioned there is, do you feel that people then hide themselves? The isolation. Yes. I think you touched on as you get separated from your group. I think when people go into isolation, um, it impacts any every aspect of the life, right? Because now you're isolated and now you're thinking like nobody cares. So if nobody cares for me, is uh, then I don't care for myself. So I think, do you find that then you have to bring people back to because now I've understood that it starts with me, right? It starts with how I treat me. Um, so how does somebody start like saying, looking at themselves and asking themselves the question, things like, like I always ask myself, the thoughts that go through your head, thoughts that come through, I am, maybe I'm not worthy. Maybe I'm, maybe let's be real here. This is a show that we're real on, right? doing this job, working labor and delivery. We all have biases and we all have judgments that we put on. And I have sometimes, I, you know, even to this day, after doing it for a long time, I really have to catch myself because sometimes you look at yourself, you say, this person is having a baby. This person, God, you look at him. This person, God, this yes. person, this person, what, 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 why not me? Like, I'm a good person. So yes. what are some of the, things that we can do like when these thoughts starts coming up what are, what are, what are, what is it some things that we can do to try and arrest them because i think it's so important because the longer we sit in these thoughts the more 
in my opinion, the more detrimental they become, the more um, invasive they become. And then you start to believe, really believe that that's who you are. So how do you, how do yeah. you start talking to someone through that? Yeah. So in my work with people, I start challenging those thoughts and I draw a direct line to expectations that in subtle messages, not so subtle messages that were sent and mm. those thoughts. And I try and externalize those. And then we replace thoughts. We replace those thoughts with the truth. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, you know, we talk about, um, since we're being real on here, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, about, absolutely. We're real. Yeah. Children are a blessing. Children are a gift from God. They are. And that doesn't mean if you don't have one, God doesn't love you or wow. that you yeah. don't deserve that yeah. or you're unworthy. And those, those thoughts is what through work with a coach mm -hmm. and a therapist, if that's what makes more sense and yourself, as you start to pay attention to these thoughts, mm -hmm. then we just start to break those down and we start to replace them. So okay. if I'm feeling like nobody wants me, I don't mm -hmm. have a kid even, um, crack whores have kids and I don't have a kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then I say, okay, I tell myself I need to pause and that's grief talking mm -hmm. because I can still live this wonderful life. My life isn't based on motherhood. That takes a lot of work. And I know that it sounds really simplistic and elementary, but the other thing that I do when I work with women is I also then try and connect them with other women that are going through this. Yes. Because when we see other people doing it, it starts to feel more believable to us. And that's one mm -hmm. of the biggest gaps is there's, there's no picture out there. You know, yeah. when we talk about being childless or we talk about single and childlessness, the words that come to mind are not good words. No, right? they're not good words. They're not good right. words. Yeah. So we start replacing those. And then we also talk about um, taking care of our body, taking yes. care of and sleep. Um, exercise, movement, all of those things, um, just that we would for anybody who's going through a difficult time. Right. And, you know, it's, it's so key because I feel that too in society, when you have women who are childless, they like to portray as like, so these like tough people and, you know, almost like the ones that would put have put aside everything to maybe run a business or be the CEO or stuff like that. And it's not the truth. It's like you have everyday women that's going through this everyday women who, um, just as, just as you are struggling, you know, with, with life issues, but it's something that is not a choice that they've made. There's a big, if you've made a choice not to, to, to not have children, absolutely there's absolutely that is your decision this is adulthood this is life you made a decision you made a choice you're happy with it and i believe that once you're happy with the choices that you make you also have you have that elevation but then people still don't understand so even if you right now are listening to this and this is like but this is the choice i made i made this choice 
it doesn't mean to say that you may not be experiencing some of the grief stuff. So if you are, if you are seeing other things manifesting in your life and you're like, um, you know, you may be, you having relationships issues with, with friends or family and stuff like that. And there's a separation or you find yourself in isolation. Maybe examine that because there could be a little bit of things that's happening. Yes. You've made this choice and people don't understand. So now you're like, I cannot be around you. I cannot be around you. And you begin to get your circle, get smaller and smaller. So this community here also is for you. So tell me a little bit about how, like you mentioned community. And I always talk about community guys, you know, me, I'm, I'm big on community because community could be three people. I'm not talking about you have to go and sit around singing Kumbaya with people. No. I'm talking about a support, <laughs> a supportive network, right? Where you can go and talk freely and know that somebody understands you. So what are communities? Do you have your own community? Do you have your own space where people can talk about this? Yeah. Um, so me and two other women, we have a community uh, online called Sonder Sisterhood. And that's for the single and childless person. There are communities more broadly as well. Um, Gateway Lighthouse is also um, a community that supports women who are childless, not by choice. So Instagram, if you just like the hashtag childless, not by choice, childless by circumstance, um, embracing childless, there's, there are people out there, there are people putting out some really good content and validating content. And so I will tell mm -hmm. you, I'm asked what helped you and I, I had a really good therapist. And I think the single greatest thing that helped me was connecting to the childless, not by choice community beautiful because I, it's, it's, it can be very isolating and it's just like just like uh certain medical conditions or maybe you know certain things that you're going through it really is can be very isolating because you believe that nobody will understand and because we're all unique and our thinking process are the way our pattern of thinking the way we were raised the the, the environments that we were raised in it all impacts how we think about ourselves. Now, if you were raised in a community where, you know, people didn't see you childless this being a problem, you may not have any issues with this, but <laughs> most of us did not, was not raised that way, right? Most of us, if you had a parent, <laughs> most of us not, wasn't raised that way. So um, I would I'd really advise you to reach out whether you reach out to us, I mean, Carrie's information is going to be in the show notes. How you can reach out to her is going to be in the show notes. Um, so if you want to reach out to me and I can put you in touch or versa, and it's, it's something that impacts, I believe that impacts our health. It certainly impacted my health um, for a long time. I did not look at this situation and this being childless, not by choice, as something that was put in like, undue stress in my life. But after starting doing my own work in within myself, it, it certainly had placed a, a, a huge impact in my life in the way how I looked at myself, because it was like, I was not validated within this society. And being in a black community, in a black society, it is, like, it is, it is hard 
coming from the Caribbean, uh, you know, it's hard. People don't talk about things like this. Um, and people just names for you, like, you know, old spinster and all right. sorts of stuff. And um, nobody could understand. So if you are finding that you're in this situation where you start calling yourself names too, that people say, um, it's important to reach out. It's important to, we have that mindset, work. So someone's listening to this right now, Carrie, and they're like, you know what? I'm going through this right now. I really don't have time to, 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 to go online, to do some research. Um, tell them like maybe just two things that maybe just today that they can listen to and maybe go out into their day and feel a little bit better about themselves before they have time to say, okay, I need to reach out to get some help. Yeah. So I think, again, reminding yourself that, and even just repeating to yourself, we talk about quotes or mantras, that your worth is not wrapped up in motherhood. Mm. And then identify something that you do feel that you contribute. Mm. I also think, yeah. And that's something you can just do as you're walking around, right? And then I usually also um, encourage people to consider journaling as well, because Mm -hmm. there's so many feelings that we hold inside Mm -hmm. related to this topic. Um, occasionally I put some journaling prompts to kind of help with this on my Instagram page. You don't have to do that. I just, um, if you need suggestions. So one of the, um, prompts that I, um, recently put out that I would leave people with today is what would accepting childlessness look like? Right. What would that look like specifically in your life? Where would you live? Where would you be? Who would you be hanging around with? Get detailed around it. Mm-hmm. Because it's when you stop and think about it, it's a you may shock yourself at the idea that I've never thought about that. Because when I think yeah. about the future, I think about all that I won't have. Yeah. So yeah, and you know, that is so right. Um we all have friends, we all have family members who have children. Um, me personally, looking back 30 years in like at say, even not even quite 30, but maybe at 25. So, so 25 years ago, I looking back and says, you know, I wanted a baby. If I, if I had not, if I had had a baby then or had a child, my life would have been totally different. Like I would not be sitting here right now talking to Carrie because this would have been a different trajectory my life would would have taken. Um, So yes, you have a path. Your path is this path. And it's now, especially as we get into 40s and older, um, if you you probably have done your research, you've done all your research about how to get pregnant, you know all about it if you're, you, you, you know, you somebody like that. So, you know, as you get older, this path gets narrower and narrower and narrower and narrower to the point where you now have to, there are things that you wouldn't have even considered 25 years ago. So this is so important. I love that you says, let's look at my life now. Let's see what have, and I think what I want to come from it with, what have I accomplished, right? What can I do now to make what, who I am a little better, maybe better for myself, better for 
look at my nieces, my nephews. Me personally, this is what I do because I, I, it's not a possibility anymore, right? Like yeah. the vessel is gone. <laughs> I can't, you know? <laughs> so it's like, yeah. what do I have in my life? What, what joy, what brings me joy? That's the thing. And joy does not come from the outside. Joy has to be cultivated from within. And we, there work, there's things that we can do. And by asking ourselves the questions, how is my life? What, 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 what brings me joy right now? How is my life impacting others? Just look at maybe take one friendship, one, one person that every time they see you, their world lights up. They smile. They're like, oh my gosh, it's going to be a good day at work today. You're working. Even if it's yeah. just one person. I'm so happy when you come to work. I'm so happy when we get to work on the same project together. I'm so happy when we get to, 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 to do things together. Let's have lunch together, right? Do, I think sometimes it's hard for us to be proactive. Do you find that sometimes when people, it's, I think if you are in the depression state, then get help. Absolutely. Because it's hard to see past it. Yes. Because I really think it's important that you get help. Um, if you're in this stage and you're wondering and you praying and you're hoping like, Oh my God, who am I? How does this impact my life? Um, ask you, ask yourself the questions. So Carrie, how can people reach out to you um, on Instagram? Yeah. Or Facebook or. Yeah. I'll uh, let you. So Sandra sisterhood, I is a community for those who are single and childless, not by choice. We do a lot of free um, events. We have a book club and like social hours and um, some different workshops. I also put out a lot of content. Uh, we have an Instagram page at Sandra sisterhood and a YouTube channel. Um, th that's called the same thing. And then I am also at on Instagram at the other path coaching, and then also have uh, a website, the other path coaching.com. And again, if you are just looking for resources, you know, maybe like the time commitment or um, financial commitment around um, coaching isn't somewhere where you're ready to go, please still reach out because I can help connect you to any resources that fit with any budget. My mission is to help people feel like they're not alone, whatever that looks like for you. There's no one um, single path. There's no one single like result, you know, guaranteed program or course, I guess is what I want to say. But my goal is to let you know what's out there and you can choose what fits for you. That's perfect because I think to, we forget to have fun. We forget that life is for living. And when we're going through something, it's hard to see light but Carrie and I were, were like this the, 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 to let you know that there is light. There is life. There is life. Not be the situation doesn't have to define you. There is life. There is light. There is community. There is love for you. That you are loved. That you're cared for. That you are you're worthy. You are an empowering person. You maybe not be looking at your life like that, but right now you're inspiring someone 
you are inspiring someone because every day you wake up with a situation and you go out into the world and you have a, if you, you have a smile on your face, you may not know who, whose life has been impacted by you now getting to help and speaking out about this, maybe in a community, you may go into this community and you may find that there's maybe one thing that you say that somebody was thinking and they didn't know how to say it. Uh, I, I believe in the power of community. I believe in the things that Carrie's doing. I believe that we all have a part to play. Um, so what are some of the fun things that you, you, you encourage people to do? Like, I love just to end with fun stuff because fun things, sometimes these kind of topics get kind of heavy and we can go deep into depression but, and stuff like that. But I want to understand as a transition life coach, what are some of the fun, purposeful things that somebody can do just to lighten the load. Yeah, I think, um, you know, for me, I will say I have a dog and I, man, he brings me joy. Um, you know, dog park, taking him on walks, um, even when he's shouting at me. I think, um, you know, I like to watch my, my favorite shows. I gravitate toward funny shows around that. I think, you know, there are communities that are out there also having fun uh, within this, whether that's traveling um, or just hanging out and sharing a meal with people. Mm -hmm. I, the power of play, um, you yeah. know, is something that, you know, we forget about um, as, as we get older and responsibilities come in. And so consider what you can do to play. All right. So what are your future goals? Last question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I want to continue doing this. Um, I want to continue kind of um, letting other women who are in this spot know um, that you, you can live a life that's meaningful, purposeful, and fun, even if you're in the depths of the depths. Yes. Um, I, I promise you, I promise you, if I can pull out of it, and that doesn't mean every day is like, oh, I can have a life that's meaningful, purposeful. No, that doesn't no. there that's not day. life, guys. That's not life. Right. Um, and then, you know, I want to continue to um, hang out with my dog, and I, I would love to live on the beach one day. That's kind of my... Yeah. We're all going to big one, big commune on the beach, guys. Yes. It's going to have like a wraparound veranda all the way around, 360, 360 views of the of the ocean. Uh, you all can come and we'll just do Airbnb. Yes. You're not it's all, been talking about. Not all, you're not all going to live there. We just come for a week. <laughs> golden girls. That <laughs> yeah. So, I mean... I mean Thank you, Carrie, so much. Yeah. I appreciate you. I appreciate the the, the insight. Um, even though it's such a deep topic. Um, and one of the things I wanted to mention here, guys, too, is fun is, is key. So fun is important. So have fun. There's something fun that you want, you like to do. Just stepping out in nature, having the sun on your skin, having the sun shine down on you. You don't have to go for a long walk, a long hike and stuff like that. I'm talking about just maybe sit in the sun, put on some sunscreen and sit in the sun 
and just let that resonate in your spirit. There's a reason why the sun shines for us humans. The reason why, if you have a pet, do you ever see as soon as the sun comes out, they go lay down in the sun? Why? It makes them feel good. It makes them feel like human. So I would encourage you to do that. That's my, what, my fun thing. Get outside 15 minutes, 20 minutes by yourself in nature. Do something for yourself and for your heart. Um, so thank you, Carrie, for being here. I appreciate you guys, um, you so much. And I appreciate anybody, everybody for listening. Reach out to us if you have any questions. My name again is Michelle Hayes. I, I'm your, um, your host for this Her Rise podcast where we are all about inspiring, uplifting, and inspiring you. Guys, you know, depression, anxiety, all of this stuff affects your health, affects the way that you see yourself affects your confidence, it affects the way you, you, your relationships, everything that self, your image, your image is, and, and being childless, not by choice, can become part of an image thing that can erode who you really are. So if you're having issues and you need therapy, please reach out. Also, if you would like to get some more information about what I do as a health coach as well in regards to this, I really do a lot of mindset work in regards to how the mind affects the way you see yourself, how you eat, how you exercise, how you sleep, how you take care of yourself. Um, that is definitely a huge part of my program. And I would love to talk to you about it if that's something that you feel that you need as well. So again, reach out to me, reach out to Carrie. We're also, yeah, maybe Carrie and I will set up a club or something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, where are you actually located, Carrie? Because this is, this is the thing that just came to me. Where are you actually located? I'm in the Denver area. So in Denver area. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So not far from me. I could. So um yeah we'll come up with something guys i might throw something in the chat for you guys all right you guys yeah. take care have a wonderful week enjoy the rest of your week and thank you for listening please like please share please follow please download um subscribe and leave a message for us let us know what anything resonated with you if there's anything that you would like to hear more of uh on this topic please leave a comment take care have a wonderful day bye for now